What's up, everybody? You are listening to Come On Man, a 3% Man podcast. I'm your host, Paul Bauer, and I am on the road to being a 3% man just like you. If you're new to the show, this is a podcast for fellow students of Corey Wayne's book, How to Be a 3% Man, and for men who just want to be better in general. We talk about dating, gaining wealth, being happy, and using the law of attraction to get everything we want in life. Welcome back. Welcome back, 3% Brothers. Please take a moment and subscribe if you haven't done it already. You don't want to miss a single episode. We're available on all major podcast platforms. Also, don't forget to leave us some five-star reviews. All right, this week we have 3% brother Alex McPherson on to discuss his 3% path, his new career as a mail carrier, how he found Corey Wayne, recently breaking up with a long-term on-again, off-again girlfriend, whether to confirm or not to confirm, and so much more. I'll bring you that right after this. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I'm not sure what you're doing tonight, but what I'm doing involves a bottle of Carvassier and a lady. Well, maybe not the Carvassier, but definitely a lady. If you're like me, you're tired of expensive, girly-smelling colognes from expensive department stores. You don't want to smell like a little bitch. You want to smell like a friggin' man. That's why I've partnered with Duke Cannon. Duke Cannon has a wide range of men's grooming products that actually smell manly as hell. My personal favorites are their Naval Supremacy Bar Soap and all of their awesome smelling colognes that women love. I have several of their colognes for different days of the week, but my Saturday night cologne is Grant because it gets the job done if you know what I mean. Right now, if you visit duke.comeonmanpod.com, you get free shipping on orders over $25. Using duke.comeonmanpod.com tells them I sent you and you get free shipping. Win-win. Again, that's duke.comeonmanpod.com. Don't smell like a little bitch. All right, this week I have 3% brother Alex McPherson with us today. Is, is it McPherson or Fearson? It's either or. Uh, my parents are always like, there's no fear in McPherson, but I really don't give a shit. <laughs> I like it. Okay. No, no fear in McPherson. <laughs> so what's up, man? What's going on with you? Um, it's going pretty well. Um, work has kind of reached a little bit of a pitfall. I don't really want to go too much into detail with, but I could really use some of the 3% brothers, uh, motivation i guess um that's about as much as i can go into detail with it's just been real stressful i uh, bet so Ed, so um by the time this drops this is going to be like uh one of the february ep- episodes <laughs> all right dang <laughs> but but uh for the people listening at the time of this recording this week was pretty hectic right with because you're a male del- uh carrier right Mail carrier, yeah. Yeah, and this is the week of the election. That's when we're recording this. So right. that, it must have been fucking insane. It's it's pretty insane, um, especially with mailing in ballots. And we're getting audited. Like, people are coming in, making sure we're not 
stealing the mail and all that. But um, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty hectic too. And it's coming up on Christmas too. And there's a bunch of packages that people are ordering for Christmas and it's just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean uh, <laughs> the term, do they still, or, or am I just old? Do, is there still the term going postal? Is that still a thing? I've heard it. Yeah. I, I'm not for sure. What, if you can explain it, I, I've heard it before. I'm, I'm, I'm not 100% sure what it means. There was so. a there was a series of time in the 90s where it just seemed like, you, you know how like what happens with the news cycle is the news will like catch on a story and then they'll report like every single fucking instance of it. And it makes it sound like there's some kind of like rampant issue going on, like school shootings, for instance. Right. Well, in the 90s, there was a series of incidents with like postal workers like going into the office and like with guns and like shooting up the fucking post office and stuff because they were so disgruntled about god knows what and it was always like around the holidays because it's just there's just so much shit going on and so you the postal offer postal workers would go in and fucking kill a bunch of co-workers and it was like so the term going postal yeah (laughs) Yeah, I, I, when I was in orientation, they actually, he had a story, the academy teacher had a story and he was like, someone said like, oh, I'm going to go postal on this. Or like, I'm going to go post on this bitch. And he got fired because oh. that was basically a threat. And I was like, oh shit. Yeah. I mean, a little bit, a little bit. I can see that, but that's where the origin came from. It was like on the news, I swear to God, like every, every other day, there was like another postal shooting and everyone's like, what the fuck's going on with the post workers? You know, like my postman's like so nice. I don't understand it, but I, I mean, it gets stressful. Right. It, uh, it definitely does. Um, I'm, I'm honestly so glad right now we're in the election time, but once this is all over and Christmas is all over, I just can't wait for it just to be relaxed for again. Yeah. Cause it, it's fine before like, like a month or two ago, like I loved it. It was like easy. Now it's just all at once. Like with the election and Christmas, it's once I just get past this, it'll be like, I love my job again. I won't yeah. be <laughs> Is this your first year as a, as a mail carrier though? Yeah, it is. So okay. I started, back in august um and uh when it academy took like a whole month but then like in september i started and i got like my own route and everything and it's it's amazing like the pe- yeah. i love being outside and talking with people um i'm already like making friends and like practicing my social skills especially at a young age for me is really good and i enjoy it what what part of the country do you live in i live in indiana oh okay okay yeah so is it cold right now? Uh, right now, today it was 70. It was a pretty good day, but a week or two ago, it was like 40s. And mm-hmm. they always say like in Indiana, like if you don't like the weather, just wait the next day. <laughs> like it yeah, was, there you go. That's what they say. Now, um, like do you deliver mail on foot or do you have a like a Jeep or what? So I have a van. And uh, so what I do in the beginning is they'll give me all my mail um and i'll case it in like these little slots so like my whole route is cased and i'll put it cased in on uh determining whether i am on the route mm-hmm. and then i'll take that all down it'll all be in order and then i'll take it to my van and i'll have packages too and i'll put the packages in my van according to like on their route mm. um, and then like i'll drive to a park point and then i'll park and then i'll get out and walk and it's called a relay and uh-huh. you go to and you go around the houses and you just put in mail and when that relays over 
you drive to the next park point and it's just the same thing. Uh, okay. So with my town, the houses are pretty much right next to each other. That makes at it least, easy. At least in the city. Now, like a rural carrier, they're like always in there. Those are the guys in the white vans, like the white LOV vans. Mm -hmm. um, and those guys, they go out in the country and they never go on foot. But as a city carrier, I'm usually on foot, but I have a van. Got it. So whose fault is it when I, I constantly get my neighbor's mail in my mailbox? Who's, that is the mail carrier's fault. <laughs> okay. So I just have a shitty mail, mail carrier. Got it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it honestly happens because it, they stick together. I mean, I've done it in the beginning. Yeah. I, I, I'm guilty of it. It's, it happens. Now, if it's like a package, then that's a little bit more of an idiot, <laughs> but yeah. I mean, it will happen sometimes. And people, I, I've done it before, and people like flag me down, and be like, "Excuse me," and like they're halfway across the street telling me this, and I'm like, "Can't you just can you just like walk over there? Isn't it illegal though for me to put the mail into the other person's? Like I'm fucking with their mailbox. Like isn't that a federal crime? But I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I I, I I literally just walk down the street and put it in the mailbox and go right whatever. Uh, it's not that big of a deal. I don't like it though. Uh, at my old house. I, the, the people would like straight up deliver my packages, like a fucking block over at some <laughs> random dude's house. I'm like, what the fuck? I've had, a, like, I've had people like show up at my house. They're like, this was delivered to us again. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. The, those are just morons. Like yeah. they just yeah. aren't paying attention. Yeah. I never had this problem in uh, like when I lived in California, um, the mail carriers at like my old house there, they were always really good, but I swear to God, these, these people out here in uh, Delta County are just fucking idiots. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. <laughs> it might, they might, do you have like a, the same carrier or do you know if it's a different carrier? Cause well, so when I lived up in, uh, so I live in a town called uh, Eckert and the adjacent town is Cedar Edge and they have their own postal service in Cedar Edge. And when I lived in Cedar Edge, I had just, People like it wasn't just the post office either, like FedEx, fucking idiots, uh, <laughs> UPS, dipshits, just like, um, just it's just bad around here. And I, I really blame it on the area, just the, the area of Delta County. And if anyone ever stumbles on this podcast from Delta County, uh, they're, they're not gonna like this, but they might agree with me. I mean, I call the people around here deltoids, they're just fucking like slow, they just have like no ambition you know and you're just like what the fuck like they have no sense of urgency around here and i'm like what is your fucking deal you know it's just because it's like country fucking people out here i don't know not that there's anything wrong with country people but these guys take it to another level okay <laughs> well, I I never... still love it out here though yeah but like the thing is like with the post office i don't know if like this is such a good idea but when i like first started i was like two weeks into like carrying mail and they shipped me off to like a neighboring town and i did a whole route by myself not knowing where the heck i was going which i didn't really like and i'm guessing i wonder if they're doing that with someone like you like with your mail carrier they might be like a new carrier who doesn't know the area at all and then maybe fucking up i mean but that's what i didn't like about it because i was like i don't know this town at all and they gave me a whole route with packages and i'm like um i don't i have no idea this is going to take me till nine o'clock at night <laughs> that's yeah. all lately uh i think i have like a temp guy that's running the route because it's not the normal lady right now 
and or I don't know if she quit or what, but there's another guy doing it. And, and uh, the house I bought has like a locking mailbox. I'm not a big fan of it. You know, I'm not really worried about people stealing my mail so much, but I guess the previous owners had it and I just haven't changed it. But this guy won't push it all the way through the fucking slot so that it goes into the lock. It just, he just shoves it just so it's in there. And I'm like, you fucking fuck. Like, why would I have a locked mailbox? Anyway, um, we can get off this tangent now. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Those, those lock box mailboxes. Yeah, I make sure I put them down there because I'm like, well, I feel like they have these for a reason. So I'm going to shove that shit all the way down in there. So make sure it's all the way down. Yeah. I mean, I just have it because I haven't changed it. So it's like, it's actually a little more convenient. I'm like, oh, I don't have to unlock it today. I just, but still, like the thought in my head is, well, what if I did want this though? Like, <laughs> you, yeah. ba- you bastards. So, so hey, um, so to get back onto the three percent topics here, because I'm sure uh, the guys on the page are like, yeah, postal shit. Like we we get it. <laughs> but um, so one of the first questions I want to ask you is is what led you to first read how to be a three percent man. So back when I was in high school, um, I had this, this was before my ex, there was this girl that I was friends with probably my whole school year, like since I was like in first grade, we were friends growing up. Um, and then like, once we got into like middle school, high school, I was like, starting to like, like her and I was basically friend zoned, but was like, Oh, I'll just be your friend. And then we'll get together, you know, like, yeah, yeah. classic yeah um and like even like she finally got a boyfriend like in high school and like I was still a friend and she would like text me like every day and be like oh my boyfriend see I hate him he's such a dick and all this and I'm like oh yeah he's he's awful and she's like she I'm sure everyone's had like this situation but I'll be like oh um yeah you should you should and she'd be like oh uh, I wish he was like you and all this and I was like yeah I know and then like she'd break up with him and then I'd be like, oh, yeah, we should hang out sometimes. And she'd be like, oh, I'm busy. And of course. And I'd be like, <laughs> like, what is going on here? So, like, that was like the first like instance. Um, but then I met my ex at a party, which I love because I just went to this party, not looking for chicks, not looking for anything, just having fun with my boys. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like a little buzzed. And she sat right next to me. And, uh, she was like babysitting me the whole night kind of um and then like the next day she like dm'd me on twitter and was t- and she was like um hey you're all right i missed being your mom last night with like a winky face or whatever. <laughs> um so then we started like hanging out um and then uh man i was terrible like it took me so long to kiss her like she would <laughs> i remember we were in her bedroom and she was literally on top of me on top of me brother yeah okay <laughs> i didn't make a move <laughs> wow bad. that's bad dude I, I was bad yeah it was terrible but um see i would i was the kind of guy at least uh when i got divorced um because i hadn't dated in like fucking 16 years like i felt like i needed some kind of written invitation to make a move but i swear to god if a chick was like on top of me i, I would have made a move <laughs> that that would have been pretty clear like it's so fucking obvious but other times, like, like uh, they they talk about it in the book all the time, like body language and, right. and whatever. Uh, Luke and I did a podcast. 
I think at the time of this recording, I don't think it's published yet, but by the time this does drop, it will have published, but it's all on bo- women's body language or lack thereof. Okay. You know, sometimes women just aren't fucking obvious and you just got to say, you know what, fuck it. I'm just going to go in for a kiss anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> like that was so blatant. <laughs> that was, yeah, pretty obvious. It's funny that you mentioned that you met her at a party. I met my ex-wife at a party and it was the same kind of thing where, um, uh, so my buddy and I, uh, so there was two buddies. One was throwing the party. The other buddy, um, I was hanging out with him earlier in the night. He was a mobile DJ. I was home on leave from the Navy. And uh, so I was hanging out with him running this mobile DJ thing. And then we went up, up the hill to go to this party, but we were waiting for my wife to show up. She was a mutual friend of both of my friends. And she was also the only one old enough to buy fucking alcohol. So, <laughs> so we were waiting for her. She was selling like cut coat knives or something. And so she was running late. So uh, the funny thing was that my buddy who was running the party, he had a girlfriend and we told him, Hey man, tell your girlfriend to bring two girls for us. And so she did. And so we were like, but we were fucking late because of my wife. And so when we finally show up to this party, it's midnight. And the two chicks that were there for us were like, we're out of here. So they, they were walking out just as we got there. And we're like, where are you going? And they're like, we're, we got work tomorrow. And we're like, we just got here. And they're like, sorry. <laughs> so they fucking left. And I was like, well, fuck, this is just gonna be a big fucking sausage party. You know, it's, and, uh, so I just like, I went in the house with my friends, I cracked open a beer and, um, you know, my wife was there. But I really just didn't think like anything was going to happen because I was like, look, she's one chick. There's a bunch of fucking horny dudes here, whatever. Like, like I just was like over it. Uh, but she sat down at a, at a table and she pulled out a deck of cards. And she says, does anyone want to see uh, a magic trick? And I was like, yeah. And I used to love magic tricks and stuff. So I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll sit down and watch your magic trick. And so I'm sitting there watching her do her magic trick. And this guy from, I knew from high school comes up, this guy, Seth, uh, he walks up and he goes, Oh, I know how you did it. I go, why don't you shut your mouth and let her do the trick. <laughs> and she was just, she just stuck with me for the rest of the night. <laughs> nice. That's so yeah, then we get, we got married. We, uh, we stayed together for 14 years and, uh, now she's, uh, fucking with me, you know, every, every couple of oh, years. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The court yeah system, I know so. your, your current situation. Uh, yeah. With your kid, so yeah um, but um anyway so yeah so you met this girl she it took you a long time to kiss her right um okay go on Just tell the so story. um so this is where it gets kind of interesting she started to um she was crazy so she <laughs> okay i think this was just one of like the excuses that girls do so she was like oh, I'm a ticking time bomb. I have depression. Um, you're too good for me. Uh, I think we should not see each other anymore. Um, so <laughs> being, I was so dumb. I, was, I remember I was in a Taco Bell and she sent me this and I was so like upset because she was like my first girl that like was like into me. So like I was like attached already pretty hard. Sure. Um, so I was like, oh, no, no, we can make this work. Don't make me cry. And like all this, I'm like, looking back and I'm like, oh, that's so cringy, man. But it, it happens. But so what's interesting is, so we stopped talking, but she had a friend and uh, she was a foreign exchange student in high school and um, she knew me and I was talking to her about it with her. And uh, 
So I started giving her rides home from school because she couldn't drive. She was a foreign exchange student. So I was like giving her rides from home from school and her and my ex and her, um, they were best friends. So when she, my ex currently, my current ex, she found out that I was giving her rides home and like she blew up on me Mm. and she was like even saying stuff like, I'm starting to have feelings for you now. Um, and all this and I was like whoa you like literally just told me to like get lost and now that I'm like taking this other girl home hanging out with this other girl you're like all of a sudden into me and I was like what's up with that like <laughs> what, what is up with that yeah <laughs> and so then I, like I started of course looking it up on YouTube like what the heck is going on here and when I found Corey all the light bulbs just like came up and I watched Corey religiously like he was like the first guy that I found and I remember like sitting in the school parking lot waiting for school to start and just watching his videos like it was I'd be like 6 30 in the morning I'd just be watching Corey in the school parking lot but, <laughs> so, how, so how long ago was this this was when I was a senior in high school so in 2017 like in March March okay. 2017 okay so I, I ended up getting her back like I ended up going back with her her name's Courtney I'll just call her Courtney so it's easy Mm-hmm. Um, so I got her back. Shout out and- to Courtney. She's not listening. <laughs> Hopefully she's listening. She knows that. <laughs> <I do. laughs> um, but we ended up uh, finally starting to date. Um, when we actually started like talking again, it took like two months, just like Corey said. And I didn't, I remember hearing him talking about the book and I was like, I don't need that book. Like, whatever. Like, I'm not, I'm just going to keep watching videos. I'd even like hear him say like, don't cherry pick, like read the book. I'm like, I'm fucking cherry picking, but I don't care. <laughs> There's some guys on the page that cherry pick and they get booted from the page a lot. <laughs> just say it, just say it. Guys that are listening, just be prepared. You might yeah. get booted. Yeah, hopefully, yeah, hopefully Luke doesn't listen. No, <laughs> Luke's a savage, man. All right, go. so, okay. So you, what was the turning point then? What finally made you decide to actually read the book? So when I decided to finally purchase the book is when my ex dumped me, Courtney, Courtney dumped me. Mm-hmm. Um, so we dated for when did she first break up. With me? Uh, so we started dating in June of 2017. And then we, she said she needed space in October of 2017. So um, what, what had happened is I was up in college and there was this guy and she was a senior and there's this guy she was hanging out with like every day. And I was like, I just let it go. Um, I didn't want to be like that guy who was like, always like, Hey, you can't hang out with him. And, but there's like a difference between that and like respect. Yeah. Um, but when I finally purchased his book is when she dumped me, kissed that guy. And then that all happened within a week. And then we got back together. So that all happened within a week. Oh, wow. And that's when I finally purchased his book. I didn't purchase it. I got it for free. I got it from Audible. Okay. Um, but that's when I finally started to read it. Um, I read it once. <laughs> that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll just cut to the chase. I should have read it 10 to 15 times. Uh, to make a long story short, we broke up like four times and I kept taking her back. Mm. And the last time we broke up, I never took her back again my man all right (laughs) (laughs) long story short i I could talk about this girl for hours to be honest but she changed my life Mm -hmm. i'm glad it happened 
Um, I've now read the book nine times. I'm on my ninth listen on okay. Audible. Okay. So, um, um, kind of my whole, to make when, it long story short. <laughs> I was going to say, when um, when did you guys, like, when was the, you know, the final breakup? Was the that final? this year? So it was interesting. I, <laughs> like I said, I could go on for hours. I was in Indy. Uh, she broke up with me for the last time. It was in February, February of 2020. Okay, was the last time we broke up, but she she hung around. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll just go over with. I went to Cali because I wanted to get out of here. My brother lives in Cali. Yeah, I was like, I need a boot, and I don't want to take her back. I I was so attached to her because she was my first girl, my first kiss, my first everything. So I booted to San Diego where my brother was. I stayed there for a couple months. I got a part-time job at FedEx. I didn't have to pay rent or anything. So I just wanted to clear my head. Mm-hmm. The whole time I was out there, she's chirping in my ear, uh, wanting me back, saying, I can't imagine going down that aisle with anyone but you and all this. And I was like, no, I'm not going back. And my brother was like, dude, do not take this girl back again. Yeah. Um, and... I did. Well, I, I kind of did, but we never got back together. So okay. what's interesting is Corey talks about like, not like moving. Like if you move across like States, like for a woman, for her, mm-hmm. it like basically won't work out. Yeah. Um, That's, that happened to my fucking stupid ass cousin. <laughs> he fucking chased some chick. All, to, all you, he, he, he chased some chick to, uh, Oregon and then I fucking like a week maybe two weeks later he's like vague booking on Facebook about how she bro- broke his heart all this shit I'm like you fucking dipshit yeah. and, I've, and I've been telling him for months like hey hey cuz I got a book for you to read he's like oh read it read it. bullshit <laughs> <laughs> so yeah okay so you're in California she wants you back you agreed to it but didn't really ever get back to her so you're saying listen so like this is what happened it's i mean sometimes the way i'm looking at it is like sometimes you got to get burned so many times just so you can wake the fuck up and i i'm glad it happened so mm-hmm. when i was in cali i was like okay i know i don't want to work this fedex part-time job the rest of my life what do i want to do i knew i didn't want to go back to college um so I was like looking up stuff to do and I saw the post office and I was like, Oh, that'd be cool. Cause I, I could drive and be outside and talk to people and it's good benefits. So I was looking and I saw like the cost of living in California, of course, was insane. Um, yep. So, and then I was looking at uh, places in Indiana cause my parents live in Indiana too. Um, and I saw that Batesville was hiring and, the post office which is where i live and uh that's like courtney of course like once a week would be texting me like oh what do you want to do and like all this and i was like oh, i'll probably work at the post office and she's like oh the and i was like yeah they're hiring in baseball she's like oh you should come move back in with me and then we can get our house together and everything and i was like i don't want to like i i was like i don't know i'll think about it and like i was dumb so I, so I drove all the way back. Um, I got like the interview. So she lived with her parents. So I, 
hightailed all the way back. Her parents said I could stay there with her. Um, and she was telling me like, oh, when we get back, when you get here, we can get back together and like work on everything and look for houses and stuff. And I was like, all right, sounds good. I literally get there. <laughs> this, is, this is the first thing she tells me when I go upstairs in her bed. She's like, so I've been talking with my therapist and she says I need to love myself before I can love anyone else. <laughs> I mean, that's true. <laughs> it's true, but, right? But, but, but it's like, funny that she's like, making you fucking move back she's trying to convince you to move in with her and then when you're like hey babe she's like mm, no <laughs> what <laughs> yeah anyway but um yeah that this is when the turning point was like dude i'm like i'm such an idiot like he was i read court like at that time i read Corey's book probably like four times and that was back in may so early may of 2020 and i was like okay here i am like i'm i'm stupid like, come on, like, Corey, I even knew, like, Corey was, like, telling me in his videos, like, don't do this, like, don't do this, and violating his principles, and like, like I said, you gotta get burned so many times before you can finally just, like, grow a pair of balls and just get the fuck out, so um, it took, I was there for, like, four weeks, and then I was, like, I'm out of here, I got my own place, mm -hmm. um, and then, uh she she still tried to hang around but i think you remember my microwave story i put on the facebook yeah when she blocked me and i haven't heard anything since then yeah it wasn't that the thing where you like you needed your microwave and so you went back to the house uh and she wasn't there but like her mom was or something and you just walked in to get your fucking microwave and walked out or something and her mom was all <laughs> pissed about it so her cousin lives there and um i texted her and i was like hey leave my microwave on the porch i'm gonna come grab it and i like i grabbed it and like a couple days later her mom like sends me a text text and like blows up on me like i can't believe you're just can't knock on the door like a normal person come in and grab your microwave you have to be all sneaky about it and blah blah blah, blah, blah. i'm like holy crap like <laughs> yeah sounds like you dodged a bullet then i mean if that's the way her mom is yes good yes. lord yeah but, got it man so 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 that's that was back in may right is that what you said yeah back in like may and then june ish around and going into the june part was like right and then the microwave okay. incident happened like on in august got it okay yeah i do i remember all that yeah <laughs> so so what have you been up to since then man have you been just focusing on yourself have you been starting a new dating rotation like what's where, where are you at now so um, I've actually just started uh, using dating. I'm, I've been trying to, I've, I'm on dating apps. Uh, okay. Only one though. I've tried others and I've honestly trying to been like working on like building my money, focus. I want to get a house so bad. Um, mm -hmm. I've been working hard, like 50 hours a week, which is good. But um, I am trying to date. Uh, I'm definitely trying to do more cold approaches. Me and my my boy Linus Kenny. Yeah. Me and him talk about doing cold approaches all the time. He'll tell me stories about cold approaches. And I'm like, shit, I gotta do cold approaches more. And honestly, uh last I really, Saturday, I, I, I really want I really want Linus to post more fucking videos about his cold approaching because he was <laughs> he was hit me up. I don't know if you can hear that. My dog is fucking scratching. Hey, we're recording here. <laughs> um yeah, he was hitting me up like daily, and uh, he was doing cold approaches at the library there in Sydney, Australia. Yeah, he told me about that. <laughs> and 
and he's like do you do you reckon i should go talk to this chick do you reckon what what do you reckon i should say to her i, I like i like how he says what do you reckon um it just his australian accent is hilarious i love it I'm but uh <laughs> but yeah he was he was doing that i was like dude you've got to post some videos about like your experiences here like what's working what's not working and shit like people on the page would love that yeah and he just was like, yeah, 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 I'll get around to it, get around to it. And he like never did. But he finally did upload a couple of videos, which is, they're they're good videos. He should do more of that, you know? Uh, yeah, I'll message him. and Because me and him, we talk like every day. We've been talking every day for about a week. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's some guys, there's some guys on the page uh, that I'm like, like, like I, I chat with Luke like every day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this, this group is like a real blessing, I think, you know, just because like, like, especially for me, like I live in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> it's really hard to meet people. You know, I, I am a yeah. member of a, a local runners group, but it's all fucking old people, you know, <laughs> like to be honest, like I go out and I run and they're cool people. They're nice, you know, but they're not like my age. It's not like they yeah. think they can relate, you know, right. <laughs> they're yeah, all I, mar- married and shit, you know, like, I just wish like all of, I wish all of us could just like be like closer. Like I'd love to like go out and like do some game with like everybody. Like, I think that'd be cool. Like, yeah. like, like hang ass or something like yeah if i live like in a bigger city or near a bit bigger city like denver for instance right i'm sure there's three i actually know there's three percent guys from denver on the page but that's five fucking hours for me but if i live <laughs> if i live closer i'd be like hey you know i'd reach out to him on on uh, messenger or something i'd be like hey let's go fucking cold approaching you know right. yeah that'd be awesome but there's a lot of, also a lot of young guys on the page too. They'd be like, Paul with your old ass. I'm not going. No, I was <laughs> yeah, I'd go. I'm 21. I'd go with you. Fuck, <laughs> yeah. Think cool. Fuck yeah, dude. Anyway. Um, so besides the, well, let me ask you this. So you said you're on one of the dating apps, which one? Um, Bumble. You're on Bumble. Okay. Has that worked out for you? Have you gotten any um, dates? I've gotten a couple girls. So it's, me and Kenny, or me and Linus Kenny talk about this all the time. I mean, I follow like what Corey does. Like, so I'll chat a bit on the app. I'll get their number, chat a little bit more on the number. And like within like a day, I'll be like, hey, uh, when are you free? Like what he says. And yeah, all most of the time, like I'll get a like, oh, I've actually been busy with school. Um, and I'm like, sure, no problem. Hit me back whenever your schedule opens up and then I'll never hear from him again yeah um, but recently i've actually had success with this one girl mm-hmm. uh, i'll call her redhead she's cute okay <laughs> um i actually have a date with her tomorrow night my man uh, all right so i i tried to set a date i i think i posted about this a couple days ago i set a date with her for last saturday for halloween mm-hmm. um but uh she ended up canceling um, which was fine because I ended up going to going out anyways with some friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, yeah, no problem. Uh, uh, maybe we can just do it some other time. I left it at that. Yeah. And then she texted me again on Monday about just like something stupid and random. Um, it was a good morning text, actually. She just said good morning with like a mm. kissy emoji. And I was like, my man. Yeah. I was like, uh, hey, uh, how's it going? Uh, what are you doing this week? And she like said, oh, I'm doing school till Friday. And I was like, hey, we should get together saturday and mm-hmm. she's like oh yeah sounds good so i made definite date for 6 p.m on we're going to like a mexican place tomorrow um, cool okay so i do have a question for you though uh we haven't really talked she sent me like a couple messages here and there but should i 
I know. I think you do this. Do you confirm dates before going? I do. Yeah. And I know the book says don't confirm. Just say, right. uh, if you get to the restaurant before I do, you get a table. If I get right. there, which is just too long winded for me. Um, so yeah, Corey says not to confirm, but um, no, I absolutely confirm. Dave Parada uh, and How To Beast on YouTube, they recommend uh, what they call the confirm, confirm method. So you confirm the night before, you know, like, so you have the date tomorrow night. Right. Just like maybe after the podcast, just ping her and say, hey, we still good for tomorrow night. And uh, if, she, if she says yes, cool, it's, it's right. all good. And then, then, then tomorrow you can just say, Hey, I'm looking forward to tonight, you know, and that's the second confirm. If you ping her tonight and say, Hey, we still good for tomorrow. And you don't hear from her. Don't show up. Yeah. I, I, she's I, not I, showing I'm up. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it, it saved me a lot of time because uh, a lot of the chicks I was dating uh, live like an hour away in Grand Junction or like 45 minutes away in Montrose. And if I'm driving that far, I'm not doing a two hour fucking round trip to be stood up. I'm yeah. Not. That would be a waste of your time. Yeah. So, uh, but, uh, so do you know Benny on the page, Benny Lichtenwalner? Yeah. Yeah. So he's a dating coach and, and I've had him on the podcast. He, he's a big proponent of calling to set the definite date. So like actually get on the phone and call like old school. And he feels like, uh, you get a lot less flaky behavior when you do that. Yeah. However, Luke has been testing that theory and you still get flakes. So <laughs> always, I, I like the confirm, confirm method. It fucking saves you a lot of time for sure. Right. Because you don't want, that's like the last thing I want to do is just drive all the way there and then they just never show up. And I'm like, well, I just wasted basically my night now. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'll just eat dinner by myself and have fun with myself, you know? <laughs> I mean, which is fine. Like, I'm, 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 good with that now like i finally got to a place this year where i was just happy to have my right. own time you know like yeah. i love i love taking my dog for a walk in the park putting on my podcast or or my you know audiobooks <laughs> or yeah. whatever and just like i can just think about random stuff you know lose myself in the books and just enjoy nature or whatever you know like i like doing that now and i almost yeah. miss it because you know like <laughs> like coach says in the book, like once you're in an exclusive relationship, women want your attention all the time and uh, bless her heart. Marine Corps chicks, like she pings me all the time. She, like last night, for instance, uh, I wasn't expecting to see her, uh, but she pings me just out of nowhere with just like a, you know, like a, a, a gif of someone that's like swinging on a swing going on board or something. So I was like, you want to come over and hang out? <laughs> you know, so, okay, you know, I'm like, I got some stuff going on, but you can come over after that. And so she came over and, you know, good times. But yeah. <laughs> but then it's yeah. like, I don't have any time to go listen to my, like, I, mean, I, still, I still make time though. Like in the morning, um, like she'll get up and I'm like, I'll get all my running stuff together. And I'm like, all right, I'm out. I'm going to go run. And then I like, I can listen to my, you know, my audiobooks and stuff then. But yeah, I, I'm not getting as much my time as I, as I, I need, I need to probably take a step back here, <laughs> but it's a good yeah. problem to have. It's a good problem to have. It is. Yeah. So, um, have you read any other dating or relationship books? I have no more Mr. Nice guy on audible. That's the only other one I've read. Uh -huh. I know, um, atomic attraction is definitely one I want to go into. I know, 
uh, Linus was talking about that atomic attraction. Yeah. Um, so basically, I've just read Corey Wayne, No More Mr. Nice Guy, and then I want to get Atomic Attraction is the next one. Yeah. Um, I've heard good things about The Rational Mail. Um, I, I still don't know if I will get that one or not. Um, still kind of waiting on that one. The, the Rational Mail. So I'm, I'm listening to No More Mr. Nice Guy for the second time. And I now I can kind of remember why I didn't listen to it more times before, because a lot of no more Mr. Nice Guy gets into um, a lot of psychology of like guys that had like really bad childhoods, you know, Yeah. where they just like, they have like ab abandonment issues. They feel like they have to please everybody, you know, and I, I, I was a nice guy, but I wasn't like that bad. Like some of the guys that they talk about in the book and like, you know, some exercises for them to get over certain things. Like I never had any of those problems. So that kind of stuff, I'm like, mm, it's not resonating with me. It's yeah. kind of like uh, Dating Essentials for Men is an outstanding book, but the whole first part of it is like getting over anxiety around women and stuff like that. I've never really had a problem talking to women. You know, I don't really get ang anxiety. Um, so all the self-soothing sh shit that he goes through in that book too it's kind of like, that's nice to know, but it's, it doesn't really apply to me. Um, but other guys in the group, I can see where it'd be beneficial for sure. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of saw that with no more Mr. Nice guy. Like, cause I start, I read that. I like just recently, like went through it on audible and mm -hmm. it was after I went through 3% man. So it was like almost after I, I cause I kind of was a nice guy. Yeah. Like, I feel like Corey Wayne, like made me not. And then like, when I read no more Miss Nice Guy, it was kind of like, this is kind of like stuff that doesn't really pertain to me anymore. Mm -hmm. That's how I felt when I read that. So I've only read that. Like, I think I was, I started to read it twice, but then I, was, I just, I never got back to it. I, I almost like, uh, Dr. Glover's, uh, approach better than Corey's though. Um, if you read, Dating Essentials for Men. I think he talks a little bit about it in No More Mr. Nice Guy too, but basically like telling women what you want, you know, like get on the bed. Yeah. <laughs> take your <laughs> take your clothes off. Or um, like one of the things I like to do when, uh, when, I'm, when I was setting up dates with chicks on the dating app is like, I would set that definite date. And then like as a test of interest, I would tell them to give me their number. So I wouldn't say, hey, you know, can I have your number or anything? I wouldn't like ask for a number. I'd say, give me your number. Uh, I don't like, I don't like texting on this app. <clears throat> and then if they would, it was like, okay, okay, we're cool. And then I can, I would text them after that. Uh, but you, you just like tell chicks to do stuff as opposed to asking them to do stuff. It's right. like been life-changing for me. Right. And yeah, I, I honestly, I, I, I'm kind of, I probably should be better at that. <laughs> it just it's, it takes a lot of practice because it uh, right. like that's it doesn't didn't come natural for me to say, meet me at this place at this time yeah. on this day, like not even asking them where do you want to fucking go out, you know. And and <laughs> Luke has had chicks get all pissed that <laughs> they're like, what? I, I don't even get a say in this. And he's like, what do I say to this? And I go, just tell them they can pick <laughs> they can pick next time. And then they're like, this is unacceptable, blah, 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 fucking women's lip bullshit. And then, you know, unmatched. But I've only, I've only had one semi-negative experience with that. And that was with shit test girl months ago. 
And what I told her, like, meet me at this place at this time, blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, okay. Uh, and then I said, give me your number. She goes, geez, bossy. <laughs> and I was like, that's how I roll, you know? <laughs> but she complied with all that shit. It all worked out. But <laughs> but no, like, seriously, though, that um, either, like, telling them to meet you somewhere or uh, how to beast says invite them. So I, I know this really good sushi place. Uh, meet me there. You should meet me there on Friday. <clears throat> right. So like inviting them to join you at the sushi place. That's a, another technique that I never would have thought of doing that, that. It works well too. If you do it that way, I've done that before. Yeah. So what, what I did with the girl I have for tomorrow is that's basically what I did. I was like, Hey, um, I was like, we should like you free Saturday. And she's like, yeah. I was like, how about six o'clock? We go to this Mexican restaurant that's right here. And she was like, sounds good. Like, yep. Yeah. So I guess that's kind of what I did there. But that, work, um, that works well. Yeah. yeah. Cause you like invited her. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Um, so I had, I had Marine Corps chick on <clears throat> and we were talking about how I was doing that stuff. And she goes, she goes, to be honest, I really liked that because I didn't have to think about it. I was just like, oh, this guy has a plan and I can just go along with it. I was like, bingo. That's, <laughs> that's the whole fucking point, babe. Yeah. So she's starting to understand a little bit. You know, she's starting to understand. She downloaded the 3% Man book. I don't know if she's actually started reading it yet, but I'm that's in fucking awesome. trouble when she does. <laughs> fucking awesome i want like i want my next girlfriend to download the three percent man but we can talk about that shit i think that's fucking awesome i i do think it's awesome um although i think she'll start wondering like well she already knows that uh like i purposefully didn't text her a lot before our <laughs> dates yeah. you know uh and she knows that that i got that concept from the book you know she knows yeah. that shit now um so that, which it, it's, I don't know. It's, it's kind of like, it, it almost hurts me because uh, when I'm legit busy and I'm not texting her, like she gets fucking pissed, you know, like by the end of the day, she's like, you know, she, there's been a couple of times where she's pissed about it and she posts some kind of comment on Facebook or whatever. And I'm just like, that was legit busy. You know, like <laughs> I'm not, I'm not playing fucking, Corey Wayne games here, you know, I'm like, I'm actually a busy guy. So I, I, I've had to, I've had to have a talk with her about that recently. <laughs> I mean, like, babe, just talk to me, you know, like, I, I, but I was, right. I was legit busy all day. There's no need to be vague booking. So, <laughs> all right. Um, let's see here. So some of the things I like to do, on the uh, 3% Man Facebook page is not just to encourage guys in their effort to be better with women, but to be better in general, uh, mentally, physically, sometimes spiritually. What are some things that you're doing in those three areas to be a better man in general? Um, especially uh, just being patient. Like I like being patient is like, I feel like to me is very important. Um, like with women, like you gotta like be patient, just go with the flow. Like, I feel like everything happens for a reason. Um, and just like positive, like be positive, like, every, like be like, always see the positive in everything. Like, Oh, I got rejected by this girl. What could I have done? Right. Or maybe, um, maybe like 
I was doing everything textbook and like Corey's book, it weeds out the bad women. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like always like seeing like the good side of like everything. Like, I feel like that's like very important to me. Yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's one thing a lot of guys don't understand is uh, when you got chicks that flake out on a date because you haven't texted them all week or whatever. Right that that weeds out needy women you know women that will suck up all your fucking time you know and and it it sucks because you're like fuck you know like sometimes it's hard to get a rotation going it is and and it gets it gets uh you know people get discouraged pretty easily you know but it's like if you think about it like on a positive note well that chick wouldn't have been good for you anyway you know exactly and it's like what Corey says like just get a little bit better each and every day and I, I always think about that in my head, like with women, with work, with life in general. Um, Cause yeah, I've had, there's been times where I'm like, oh, I, there's four chicks that I could possibly like ask out on a date. And then like, they all like disappear. And then like, I go for like, maybe like a week or two without like getting like anything. And then like more women, like somehow just fall out of the sky and then, mm-hmm. Um, so you just got to go with it like you'll have ups and your downs but always just try to see like the positive and everything and everything happens for a reason and everything's always a learning experience that's my mindset and my attitude that's uh, that's a good attitude and like I, and I've, I've said it on the podcast a bunch of times too just being out there like practicing is so right. beneficial you know like you could read the book a, a billion times and if you're not going out there and like exactly. practicing the principles and seeing what works for you because that because just because Corey wrote it doesn't mean it's going to work for you specifically right you know there's other things that like i've read other books that i feel like oh this actually works better for my personality yeah you know and it goes hand in hand basically with what Corey says it's not Corey's book is kind of more like a guideline and a mindset as as opposed to like hard and fast fucking rules like written in stone right so there's things that you know other dating coaches and other books and stuff like that that I feel like work better for me and it, and you only know that once you go out and try to practice these you're like well this book said to do this i tried it didn't fucking work for me let me try it again that still doesn't work let me try this guy's thing oh that works okay yeah let me you know and <laughs> yeah. it's just it's just like uh, yeah and eventually you build up that muscle memory and you know setting definite dates on a dating app will be like second nature and right and that that's what something was new for me because i was with her for four years and and i, I recently started like getting on that dating app again and <clears throat> like honestly i was like look, I know Corey's material, but I haven't really practiced any of this, like pickup. Like I was focused more on the relationship part of like his book. Yeah. Like I would basically like when I'd read it, I'd kind of like barely pay attention to like the pickup part because when I like first started reading it, I was in a relationship. So, yeah. Um, so like recently when I got not now, I was like, now I got a flip flop. Now I got to focus more on the pickup part of the book. And then Cause that's what I was like struggling with. Cause I didn't really practice any of the pickup stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. what I've been trying to, this is what I've been trying to do these past couple months is really like practice those cold approaches and reading like girls' body languages and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Luke and I did a, did a podcast on body language and lack of body language. I think I just, I think I mentioned that already. Uh, so that, yeah, I mean that, that the body language is, is good because you can start to read people 
and like how they act and you know like you start like one thing that i really picked up on and i um you know it's really good too like i'm sort of leading into that but if you get a date with like a catfish you know like where she looks all hot on the dating app and you meet her in person she's like a fucking scud you know (laughs) like those situations in the book Corey says i would turn around and walk out because that's you know i would i didn't do that i use those uh basically like from dating essentials for men i use those as opportunities for practice right and so i would go and like i knew it wasn't going to go anywhere i wasn't going to try to make out with them at the end of the night or anything like that but this is a good opportunity to get them talking 80 percent and let me only talking 20 percent. this is a good opportunity for me to like spread out and practice my alpha body <laughs> language and you know am i doing this right you know and you know, practicing banter and all that kind of shit. So it was, it's all just good fucking practice. You know, you don't have to always go out and get laid, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I like that too. Cause that's, I've been thinking about that. I'm like, cause like sometimes I get girls that would like match with me and I'm like, and eh, now that I look at it again, she's not really that hot, but I was like, should I even like, like, I guess I could still like pursue or like not really pursue, but like I could still try to like set a date and like practice my skills. Cause yeah. What else you got I, going on? Exactly. And I haven't done it in four years. So um, I might honestly like start doing that because I got to get back out there because I haven't really had that much. Like, See, experience. and that's another great thing about dating essentials for men is uh, I talk about it all the time because um, I love that book. It's a fucking great book. <laughs> but one of the things he talks about, and I feel like if I would have read that book after my marriage, it would have been very helpful but he talks about going on what, uh, what he calls a 12 for 12. So you got to go out with 12 different women in a 12 week period. So like one, one, at least one chick a week. Right. But it's gotta be 12 different women. And even if you like start falling in love with one of them, you still have to fucking finish this, you know, and he goes, and it could be anybody. He goes, you can fucking ask your grandma out. You can ask, you know, you can ask, uh, you know, whoever he goes it doesn't matter because it's just practice you're not trying to get laid you're just practicing talking to people and like bantering and stuff like that and um so that's sort of like what i did um i mean i was actually trying to meet hot chicks yeah but but if they weren't that great i was like well fuck it this is this is a practice date right and i just i still had a good time And, and and a lot of the time too some of the guys on the page get really focused on the the triple H's right. Hang out, have fun, hook up. Uh And they're like, if they don't hook up on the first date, they get, they get all upset about it and they think it's a failure. And then they next every chick on the fucking planet. (laughs) It's like, no, like, I don't even look at it like that. I look at a first date, like it's a chemistry test. I'm not even trying to get laid on a first date. You know, I'm going to go there to see if I like her and that's it. And Corey even says like, you don't get laid. Like girls don't have sex to like the second or third date anyways. So. Right. And that, and I, and I, (laughs) feel like that's pretty pretty accurate you know so if you go into it like that without that pressure on yourself or on her she's going to be more relaxed you're going to be more relaxed and you can just see if like do i even like this chick like should i even bother setting up a second date and if you do fucking awesome like wait another week set another definite date you know (laughs) if not then uh it was nice knowing you and i wish you all the best on your future endeavors <laughs> chalk it up to learning experience yep 100 all right matt we're almost at an hour so let me ask you the question i ask pretty much everybody all right um and then we'll wrap up here 
what does being a 3% man mean to you? Um, so being a 3% man, uh, I'll kind of circle back to the beginning, but like what I said previously, like just getting a little better, like every day. Um, so, um, whether that be like with women, with your life, with your work, um, and just like always having that like positive attitude and, um, like just going with everything as in like whatever happens basically happens. Like if this, like, I feel like meeting new people, um, those people are always meant to be in your life for that particular moment, or if like they're in your life for five years. Um, but right. Just like always like being like motivated, like motivated, having that positive mindset, getting better each and every day, continually like reading his book and just trying to get like a little better. It's like what he says. All right. I like it. <laughs> All right, man. Well, thanks for joining me on a, on a Friday evening. I know this is dropping on a Monday, but you know, this is all fucking time warp shit anyway. So, but I appreciate it. I'll try to give a uh, update on my date uh, tomorrow on the page or Sunday on the page, whatever the days. Um, if that date goes well tomorrow with redhead, I'll just call it redhead. Yeah. Well, I mean, even if it doesn't, if, even if it doesn't work out well, it would be good to get a date update on the page and, and you yeah. can talk about like what you felt you did right what you felt like you could have worked on better like that kind of stuff is all very useful shit for the page right you know some of the guys post you know fucking bullshit funny memes and shit it's like it's not help it's not helpful man but but stuff like that like real boots on the ground fucking dating experiences that helps everybody right yeah i'll try to make a video posting about it i'm hoping um i'll, I'll like i'll do that confirm thing like that you said see what she says about that um, hopefully she's still good to go for tomorrow. Cause I'd love to do another, I'd love to like, cause this is like my first date, like date date, like yeah. since my ex. So we'll see how it goes. Cool, man. Best of luck, but don't, don't get that one itis. Don't, uh, <laughs> don't get, don't get into that snap sniper mentality, man. Cause that'll, that'll, that'll kill you. That's a dangerous game. It is man. <laughs> All right, dude. I'll talk to you later. All right. I appreciate you having me on here. Sure. Thanks again for joining me, Alex. It was fun talking to you offline and getting a little bit more of your story. I'm sure it will be helpful to others in the 3% Man community. All right, guys. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Come On, Man. If you're new to the podcast, I highly recommend reading How to Be a 3% Man by Corey Wayne at least 10 to 15 times. I recommend you watch his coaching videos on YouTube, and I recommend that you engage with other 3% men in our 3% Man Facebook group. Links to all of these are in the show notes. If you like this episode, please give us a good rating on your podcast platform of choice and share with all of your bros. Now go out and get it!